the vibe. Turn it up. It's all about the music. Keep listening to it because it gets you in that vibe. Hanging out with artists from all around the world. Hi, this is our Larson. Hey, it's Guy Sebastian. Yo, what's going on? It's Youngblood. I'm doing something I did not think I'd be doing today. I'm having, having a beer with Youngblood. This is The Vibe with Sean Brown. Oh, episode 8. Look, I did not think we would get eight artists on, let alone someone of this caliber. This guy is an absolute icon. He's a three-time Grammy Award winning artist. He's the lead singer of Matchbox 20. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome... Welcome, Rob Thomas. Ah, what a banger. Rob Thomas, I feel like I'm chatting to music royalty. That's nice of you to say. I don't I don't know if I agree with it, but I like oh, it. Oh, mate, you are. I'm just thinking about all the songs that you've done over the years, man. It's so cool. Something to Be was actually one of the first albums I ever bought with my own pocket money. Wow. So yeah. that, you're young. Yeah, I'm, 20, I'm 26. So that was, what, 2005? Yeah. So I would have been about 12 then. But uh, I remember, man, I used to smash um, that album all the time. Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, so good, mate. Anyway, what's life like over there for you at the moment? Uh, you know, I, you know, I, we're here. I'm, I'm, I'm locked down, a little more locked down than most because my wife has, a, has an immune disease. So I'm, I'm like really stuck at home. Oh, okay. And can't really do like any of the, you know, social distancing means just staying the hell away from everybody yeah 100 uh, percent. so you, you guys but, uh, are you guys in like do you have to do special certain things so you avoid uh her coming in contact with anything or just you know just like you know we, we wipe down things a little more than most people we're a little more yeah. like uh careful about being away uh but the funny thing is i've i've been here in this studio writing yeah i've been more like been writing more and writing with more people than i've ever done in my entire life like oh, cool i spent the last like six months writing with like a lot of younger artists like a lot of soul artists and alternative artists and country artists and like just kind of like song is a song is a song yeah so it it's been very like furtive and creative for me in a lot of ways which is kind of funny yeah. uh even though i mean obviously it's just a it's a shit show and it's even more so if you're here in america yeah it's just it's crazy over here like everything you guys thought about us we are completely fortifying that uh, idea right. more than ever <laughs> right yeah. uh scary, scary times hey uh the new, oh, i'm gonna say the new album chip to smile it actually came out last year but um it's an amazing album and we've just started smashing can't help me now on the on the station uh it's an album hey. that's important to you because it represents a lot of your life I heard you say. Why do you think this album does that more so than all your other albums? I think in a way it did, it did because as I got older, I started to realize a way to get better at writing songs for other people to hear mm. that were about my life. Yeah. Like I tried, you try to do it from record one, but you're, you're new and you, and you, and, and you don't have a lot to say cause you're 20, you know, you're 20 years old maybe, right? When yeah. you make your first record, like, so you don't have a lot to talk about and you're not really great at doing it yet. Mm. So each time you make a record, it's the best record you could possibly make at that time. And then, so now I'm almost 50 and I've made wow. that record and I've had, I have a lot to talk about. I have a lot to say and I'm getting better at how I say it. So I think that in that way, I think it's just, it's, it's more, it gets more personal because I'm getting better at relating my feelings to you know, an unknown listener. Yeah. And like letting you know how I about my life better than I did maybe 20 years ago, hopefully. Yeah. Otherwise, I 
Oh. And do you feel <laughs> do you feel like since uh, COVID you've been in lockdown, as you said, you're writing songs uh, now, do you feel like this experience has kind of helped you grow even more? Maybe the, the next album you write, hopefully there's going to be a new album. Do you think that will maybe be, you, you'll feel that way about this album? Sometimes, I mean, like, you know, it, it's made me more introspective, but that's not always a great thing. I think yeah. sometimes... You know, being introspective is you don't want to write all the songs about that. Like, you you know, you need to go out and experience life. That's where the songs come from. They come from the way that you interact with other people and you see other people interacting with other people. Those are like what songs are about. Um, but I do find that it, it kind of has made me search inside myself a little bit. The thing is, every time that I'm, I'm writing alone and every time that I'm writing with other people, the one thing that we do is like, let's let's not write, we're not writing COVID songs. We're not writing no. quarantine songs. We're not, you know, let's let's understand that like, it feel, it's been six months. Um, if you're 48 years old, six months is a blip in life. Mm -hmm. Like, let's not feel like everything is shut down now and just start writing songs about like, I can't wait to go outside. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Um, but it is true that in six months, it you can start to feel you can miss that social interaction easily. Mm. You know, you can you can realize, like I didn't realize how much I liked having, you know, not like big parties, but just, I would go pick up food every couple yeah. every you know, couple nights a week and I have a group of people that I would go like have a drink with while I was picking up food and like they were my little social circle yeah. at home. And like- It puts that. everything into perspective, doesn't it? It puts everything into yeah. perspective. You, I think hopefully we don't forget when we come out of this, all the important things that, you know, we, we lost when we during COVID. Hopefully when we come out of it, we remember all those little things and how lucky we are to have them. Um, I want to talk about Can't Help Me Now. Uh, it's a top 40 hit on the radio airplay charts here in Australia. 20 on Shazam, which is really cool. Uh, this song, was it, what was your thought process in making this? Was this about something you were going through at the time or was it just kind of an idea you had? Yeah, no, it was, it was literally about the fact that I realized, you know, my wife and I have been together for 20 something years and we are so unbelievably close with each other that we we tend to rely on each other for everything. Mm -hmm. Anything that's happening, we, we expect the other person to help us out of it. But what happens when one of us is the problem, right? Like what happens when I'm, I'm really upset, but she's the reason I'm upset or she's upset, but I'm the reason she's upset. Yeah. You can't, that person can't get you out of it. And so sometimes you paint yourself into a corner because you're so close and you have such a great relationship that you don't know what to do when things go wrong. Mm. Um, so this was just a song about, about that, about like, we, you know, we're kind of, I'm kind of in the middle of something and you're a part of the problem and you can't help me and I have to figure this out on my own. Yeah, I love that, man. That's really cool. Hey, uh, you're still best mates with Santana. That's correct, yeah? Yeah. Do you feel like he shaped the way your the direction your music went in after that collaboration? Because I've heard at the time that it was something that was really special to you. No, I think musically, no. He he shaped my intention. Okay. And my purpose and my motive yeah. and what I do. Not like, you know, the physical uh, part of the music I, I make, whatever I make is, is, and that's part of what he, he instilled in me is that whatever I do is going to come out of me. Yeah. I just need to make it as real as it possibly can be. Yeah. So like, I talk to Carlos probably every two or three days, we, we somehow communicate. Yeah. Either we send each other a weird meme, or we send each other like a, a mission statement, or we send each other a song, or we go back and forth and, we, and we're, we're working on stuff that him and I want to do together. Mm. But uh, I, I think I've been more inspired on trying to be the 
kind of artist that I want to be more than actually any songs. What's you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not like I did smooth and then I just wrote smooth over and over again. Yeah. Like, uh, I sat with Carlos and started to realize that, okay, this is the kind of person I want to be as an artist. This is yeah. the kind of way I want to project myself. And he's always helped me do that is, the best. Is I can. there an artist in 2020 you would like to collaborate with, like a current artist you would really think I'd love to have them on a song? Yeah, like Gary Clark Jr. Mm. would be great. Amazing. You know, like he's, a, he's a, like he like I would love to see like to do something where he was playing on it. Um, I mean, there's there's so many people out there. There's a low cut Connie, uh, Father John Misty. Like there's there's a lot of you know, great artists out there. The best thing that you know we have access to things like Spotify now. Yeah. That you know that you can go out and you can actually discover music in a way that you never could before. Yeah. So. And, and it needs to be like everything else, you know, like you need radio, you need your radio because I also miss when the days when it was vetted. Yeah. I miss the days when, when like there was somebody telling you like, listen, we know good music and we, and we put this together and we're going to show you something you need to know. Yeah. But you work in radio and you know for a fact that sometimes you want to go off the grid and go find some things that you love. Oh, 100%. Um, so I just, you know, I just try and I, I just try and wake up every day and discover something new. Yeah. Just something new. Yeah. Hey, Rob, I've got, uh, I've got to do one last thing before I let you go. The guys that do the breakfast show here, Jimmy and Nate, they're huge fans. I've actually done a TikTok about Matchbox 20's music. I think Matchbox 20, whoever runs that account, liked it on the socials. They, they died. They're on holidays at the moment. Nate hasn't got a musical bone in his body. Uh, Jimmy actually plays guitar. He taught him how to play 3am. Uh, they wanted to get some feedback, so I'm going to play you some audio, all right? Let us know what you think. Said it's cold outside And you hand me a raincoat Funny. <laughs> well, okay. All right. Here's the thing. You're the teacher, and that's all you've taught me. So he didn't get very far through it, but um, they would love some feedback on the song. What did you think? Um. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, uh, overall, it's shit. But <laughs> I'm sure. I'm but sure I they'd be happy with that. But, but I appreciate the effort. Like yeah. the idea. That, you know, the, the effort is so appreciated. Yeah. You know, he's out there. And I, I've sounded worse. Oh, okay, okay. Well, they'll, they'll love that. They'll love that. Uh, we've got to wrap this up. I could talk to you all day, man. But Rob Thomas's new album, Chip Two Smile, is out right now. Rob, thanks so much for coming on, mate. Sean, thank you so much, brother. The Vibe. Turn it up. It's all about the music. Keep listening to it because it gets you in that vibe. Hanging out with artists from all around the world. Hi, this is our Larson. Hey, it's Guy Sebastian. Yo, what's going on? It's Newwood. I'm doing something I did not think I'd be doing today. I'm having, having a beer with Youngblood. This is The Vibe with Sean Brown.